hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from Across the Pond. It's our resident colonial marine of the podcast. It's DL. Uh, how's it going? How are you, mate? I don't like that. I'm not a colonial marine. <laughs> nor am I a You're not jockey Aztecian enough. water god, nor oh. am I... What's the last one before that? There's plenty of them. Every, every time. It's you evolving. You're an evolving thing. You are your own person, and that's what matters. Yes, colonial marine, definitely not. Definitely not. You're not jockey a good. Definitely not a good title <laughs> in 2022. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> like, I don't need that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. How are you, mate? What's been happening? Actually, you know what? How don't tell you? me how you are. How are you? Tell me what was on your Spotify wrapped. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked. <laughs> I have not looked. Have you not really? It probably wouldn't be good. I'm very surprised. There'd be a lot of podcasts. Really? I use Spotify for podcasts. Do you? So it would kind of fuck everything up. You're probably. apparently in the minority. I am. What do you use? What do most people use? Uh, I use Apple Podcasts most of the time. Yeah. I don't really like their interface. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why not? Because I always, like, if I'm if I'm watching a show that's got a lot of episodes i always have to scroll to the bottom yes oh but there is also the option to do it from oldest to, uh, yeah, newest but what, to oldest. If, what if i'm in the middle that's a very good point the, the search isn't very good that's whereas very the search on spotify is like wait that that alone sorry this is not a b testing we're not in product no, for spotify but say that <laughs> but look spotify <laughs> yeah i quite think I, I i quite appreciate spotify's podcasting interface anyway i sometimes use overcast we've 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 been on that previously as in like i we did some advertising on that to see what it would what it would do, like you know, yeah. A/B testing, literally as you said. Yes, and right. I actually quite like the interface on that, but it's quite frustrating. Sometimes like, you can follow a podcast, but if you don't, it's just it's like not there. It's in it's, it's in the maybe gone. I'm just an idiot and I don't know how to use the in interface the ether, which is very likely. But yeah, so you you didn't have your Spotify wrapped? I'm surprised. I didn't even look. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be good. I don't I don't use Spotify music as much as i probably what do you use what if what do you use i use like apple music? sometimes I, i'm you, like all over the place you pay for apple music as well i think it's free for me for some reason ah uh, you buy an app every time you get a new apple thing you get like yeah, six months free apple consistently stuff. have free apple <laughs> and i had like all my playlists i don't get me wrong i do use spotify yeah, but okay. it, would, it wouldn't be a succinct view of my musical taste i don't think because it'd be like all that stuff would be like spread across a bunch this is a really random start to the episode but yeah i bet you can guess at least one of my top three artists on Spotify for the year. Sam Fender. Yes. Can you guess <laughs> any more of them? Uh, Gangs of Youth. They were number two. <laughs> Can you guess? The Killers. Actually, uh, oh, I could just tell you, funnily enough, my top five songs. I'll tell you that's easier. The first one was a Gang of Youth song, and the next four were Sam Fender songs. <laughs> so clearly, I'm a fan. Oh, no, there yeah. you go. My top five. Actually, one, two of them I think you'll be surprised by. Sam Fender's obviously number one. And then have Blink-182. Not surprising. I'm kind of surprised by that. I don't listen to them that much. You might have listened to like a binge moment. I did binge them a little bit, but not that. And then Gang of Youth and the 1975. And then, full enough, my fifth one is Harry Styles. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised about that. Yeah. I love him. Like, he's great, but I don't listen to that much Harry Styles. Yeah, that's weird. Like, there's definitely other bands where I've listened to more. Yeah, no, it's fair. I think that sometimes, like, it's just like, you know, you may, you may like, listen to a couple of things a lot on Spotify, but, like, on YouTube or whatever, you might be listening to the thing. Like, you know, a DJ set that That's you like. True. And it's not on Spotify. So it's like, Spotify's not really a good representation I of everything you listen to. Uh, SoundCloud for that? I yeah, exactly. You have like gym, all these yeah. different streaming platforms. Anyway, That's true. Actually. I never even thought about that. I That's, digress. We digress. Look, guys, if you want to listen to us chat absolute nonsense about Spotify wrapped, please do. But there will be time codes in the description. As always, supplied by friend of the show and editing genius, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery FM. 
If you're looking to get in the podcast game, he is your man. There will be more information about him at the end of the show. But if you want to jump around, we have an interesting topic this week and one that I think we are going to have some divisive feedback on based on conversations. Can't be as divisive as last week. Wow. Well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. What have you been up to, buddy? What have you been been doing in the real world? In the real world? In your geeky sphere. In the real world, I have been doing boring stuff, but in the geek sphere... I have, you know, we actually, like, we recorded, what, Thursday? Yeah, so this I've is quite a quick day, And I had a weekend in Adelaide and a beach house, so I was not watching much. But what I have done, I started a book because I was on a beach. Very nice. Perfect. Yeah. And I'd seen part Is it of, one where there is an ending to the story? There is. Yeah, quite, <laughs> yes. Quite a few endings. Good. I went full bore the other way. Oh, nice. So uh, I bought Sherlock Holmes, the, like, early tales the originals I, yes because i just read watched enola holmes or whatever yes, 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 i was yes. like oh, i'm gonna gotta fix i wonder i wonder what this is like and i remember reading like hounds of the baskervilles or something as a kid in like school yep and that's the only one i'd read so i bought the early tales yeah so far finished one short story it's a nice little quick read it's nice so like my point wait sorry are you talking about the full arthur conan doyle uh i don't rem- i don't know which one it's definitely arthur conan doyle but it's like there's a, a number of, there's like more established ones that are whole novels sure. and there's like short stories that are like individual stories about like random cases huh. that are like almost, uh, and it's like a con- conglomeration of them. It seems like. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I read a couple of them, uh, Similar, similar, but different when the original Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock came out. Ah, uh, okay. I read some of the original stories, so I think it's like, it's called like Lady in Pink, or the, the Pink Room or something. Mm. Can't 100% remember, but they did a version of that for the show, but it was tweaked for like the modern age and yeah. bloody bloody whatnot. And it was really interesting, really good. So going back and rereading that original short story, wasn't good, but like I enjoyed reading it. Uh, so I like the writing. I enjoy oh, yeah, okay. it so far. I mean, it's is like, he like an opium addict in all of those? Yeah, it's kind of like, like cooked. He's like way more like gr- like edgy. He's grotesque. Yeah, yeah. he's nuts. All um, right. So I read. I started reading that, and then I finished episode seven of Rings of Power. Very nice. Good. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Okay, I'm still enjoying it. I still haven't seen any. I've been waiting. To, I've been slowing down because I'm enjoying it so much. So oh, I'm really? Have to wait like a year to get the next, you know, or more. The other like polar opposite of my partner. She is. I don't know. She's a. She's a machine. As soon as she sees something she likes, she like grasps on and like she's like, she's along for the ride. It just go. it finishes. Yeah, and, and then I'll, I'll sit down next to her the day after, and I'll be like, oh, how many episodes you watch? She'll be like four, and I'll be like four. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. For some shows, I do that. It depends on the length of the show. Yeah, for, but it's, for some shows, I do that. But for some, like, it's, the shows that are, like, super tight and, like, yeah. plot-driven and, like, you, you get more out of that because you're like, what's the next thing? What's yeah, the next yeah, thing? For it's sure. a tight show. It's like, it feels like you can just keep going. Others that are more, like, broad and compass, like, House of the Dragon and, like, and sure. I, I think, not that it's not tight, but, like, Rings of Power, like, there's just so... They're longer. There's so much lore. Mm. I like to sit on it for a week. I like to like theorize. It's quite heavy. I feel like you have to digest it, it over a while. I want to theorize where it's going to go next. Yeah, I want to take okay. it all in. Whereas like shows like The Boys. It's a shame you don't have like a buddy to do that with, isn't it? I know <laughs> it is. It is. I have a big issue with that. Right. Not enough smart people to talk theories with in my life. That's true. Who Who is smart in your life? <laughs> I don't know anyone. Um, But like shows like The Boys where they're like, you can talk theories there too, but it's like a tighter show. For, it's more rapid. I can just, I can rewatch. Sure. I can watch multiple in a row. I don't know what it is. Um, And then more of a Ancient Apocalypse. Oh yeah. How far obviously. are you? I just finished the, well, what I thought it was going to be the Atlantis episode, oh. but it wasn't. It was just like. Yeah, he does go a bit of a tangent. Yeah. It was more about some more US mounds. He teases it, it up a bit and then he yeah. sort of like pulls back. He yeah. It was like. Teases a bu- you. It was a bunch of mounds in the US. Is it the one where you see the big craters uh, near Canada? Is it that one? And he talks about the where he, th- he believes the. No. 
Okay, next right. one then. I won't go in. I won't go too much details. No, no, no. There's still the Atlantis one to go because that's an interesting episode. They were all interesting, but it was like he was like, "Let's talk about Atlantis." <laughs> and the next episode, he was like, "Now here's a mound in the next middle time, of Ohio." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "This is not Atlantis." Hang on a minute. False advertising. <laughs> this is a mound of sand. <laughs> like, and maybe it was built five thousand years ago, but it is not Atlantis. Isn't Atlantis supposed to be underwater? Yeah. I'm so confused right now. Yeah. Like I, I did course. enjoy that. Pro- I smashed through that. It's interesting because that I could smash through and they were like 20, 30 minute episodes. Yeah. I'm kind of struggling with, and, and, and or I'm putting in the same bo- boat. I'm struggling to find 40 to 60 minutes to just sit and watch these shows. Like I enjoyed them and I know they're good, but I feel like it's a lot of investment. Sort of, emotionally is probably the wrong word. Intellectually, maybe, especially for the Lord of the Rings, but it's a lot of investment <laughs> and I'm, it's not very often at the moment I'm sat there thinking I've got 40 minutes. I, I just want to pop that on. If I've got 40 minutes right now, I just want to switch my brain off. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't need this right now. I don't feel like Andar is that hard to dig into. Maybe it's you're just not as invested. It's just in grimy. I just don't yeah. think you're as invested in Star Wars, which is fine. I, know, I will yeah. be because I really like the series yeah. and I like the dude. It doesn't feel like... Diego Luna. It, it doesn't... It, it doesn't... Tr- it's not... There are things that you you have to like focus on and catch in Andor to appreciate, like because it's a good show. Like yep. they leave it there, but they don't tell you, right? Sure. They show you. Sure, sure, sure. But it's not like the Lord of the Rings where it's like, fuck, what did she? What word did she just say? And mm. what age is that mm. from? And whose dad was it? I still and think is he an elf. Like, yeah, it's I, like Andor's still forty forty five minute episodes, and that's for me just right now. If I was just tighter, it was just thirty. I'd be like, cool. I don't know. I like Andrew. I'm not going to create. I'm no, not no. Gonna I'm, say it should change. Yeah. And there's going to be a time in the next two or three weeks where I'm, I've got like more time and my yeah. brain can switch off for more than five minutes, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool. This is this is when I do that. Yeah. But at the moment, like outside of things, I'm going to mention in a minute. Like whenever I have that five minutes, it's God of War, baby. It's all God of War. Yeah, you're you're just gaming right now. It's in it's in that moment. That's why. That's I'm all. In that that, moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah. I did do a couple of cool things. Uh, firstly, one I will mention is we watched a weird movie. Honestly, I don't normally fall asleep or, or duck out on movies. This was one of those times. It's probably like one in every hundred, one in every thousand movies I will duck out of. Yeah. Literally, I I like to know what the ending is. Like even yeah. if it's crap, listen to any of our early podcasts. Even if it's crap, I like to know what the ending is. And I watched yeah. this film. It's a Russell Crowe directed sort of musing on life and friendship and weirdness. It's called Poker Face. It's Poker brand Face. new. He's effectively this dude who got really rich off making big bets. He started out in poker and then that, mm. the tech he created evolved into something the government bought. Kind of interesting in that respect, but like it was honestly just boring and predictable. Yeah. I was like sat there and like my partner was like super invested. Yeah. And I was sat there and I was like, they're just going to walk into the house. All right, cool. And they're now going to kidnap them. All right, cool. Now that's going to happen. And literally by like 75% of the way through, I was like, I can't, I can't. Mm. And it was weirdly stylized. It's like he'd taken all of the stylization of Gladiator, you know, like how like the camera like lingers and it, like the background furrows. And he put it in this weird movie about fucking tech mogul playing poker I'm like, mm. stop Russell Crowe. Just I'm, stop. I've never even heard of this. Don't. One. Just just let it go. She fin- In one ear, out the other. She finished it and she liked the ending, but the ending she described was everything my head had said that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very predictable movie. Yeah. So predictable. Have you seen any of the Monday stuff? It's like number one on Netflix. No. I quite like Monday. it. Monday. Monday. No, number one on Netflix. It's a show about, like, it's a retake on the Adams family. Uh, sorry, Wednesday, you mean? Sorry, Monday, Wednesday. I'm like, jeez, man. What are you Monday, talking about? Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Monday. Also, why is her name Wednesday? 
Anyway, that's have you seen any of it? No, I have not. It's, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, okay. It's kind of like Harry Potter meets like uh, it's not as good as Harry Potter, but it's like Harry Potter meets what's another school fantasy style? There's something else I'm trying to put my finger on, like what? Uh, oh, oh, what was that? The series of unfortunate events. Oh yeah, okay. it's kind of like if Let Harry Potter, met, yeah, it met that okay. stylization with like a weird little goofy horror side. All right, I'll come around to it probably if it's, it's hard to watch. It, I'm not. I'm not that of it. There's too many good things to watch. We've talked about this. Yeah. Rick and Morty's back. I've seen the first two episodes of the second half of the season. I don't know if you have. Did you not think the first one was great? It was great, but I forget what it was. It was the one where so they the got dinosaurs? stuck in the intro and it was the... Um, oh, yeah. He's got to get out of the intro loop. Yeah. So yeah. it was so meta. It was the return yeah. of that story lord dude. Yeah. And he was like... And yeah, like overpowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Honestly, it was everything I wanted. Yeah, like, complete nonsense not attached to anything like brought back a random thing from before but it wasn't like a big yeah. deal it was great so meta Re- reminded me of the fate episode you know the one you really liked where they had their fortune cookies yes yeah. and they they all had a fate yeah. reminded me of that a lot just in the way it was just complete nonsense i did like how like it started and you're like what's going on it's, yeah it's like the meta bug and then yeah. jesus and then yeah. it was great and it, because the, the intro kind of just kept going right and yeah. you were like hang on a minute what yeah. is happening here? and he's like what is this was there we have an intro what does that mean he's like you're <laughs> yeah. just you're vomiting meta just deal with it yeah <laughs> it was great uh and the final one i watched was deadpool i finally forced the partner to watch it with me um i just want to show a different angle on superhero movies like she's just seen the mcu and maybe like the original mm. Spider-Man from 2003. So I'm like, I can't believe she still watches these things with you. Me too. I'm so, <laughs> I'm blessed. I know it, right? I'm yeah. not an idiot. But like, it's it's the no veto thing, right? It was her turn. She watched this poker face. I got away with Deadpool. I, yeah. If you get away with Deadpool, you let you let them watch a poker face, right? Yeah. Whoever your partner is, whatever it looks like, you go like, I did that to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my turn, you know? But like, it was great. And she actually really liked it. She liked the humor. She likes Ryan Reynolds as well. We talked about that yeah, uh, Welcome to Wrexham one. show. Yeah. So she's, she's grand with Ryan Reynolds at this moment. So I was like, let's do this. Now it's time. Now is my chance. Now is the time to do this. Yeah. So it was good. It's a good good couple of weeks of stuff. I'll definitely come back around to watching that Monday show you were talking about. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's a good one, except it's Wednesday. <laughs> except um, it's Wednesday. I don't know how you can make that mistake, Thomas. <laughs> it's a different day of the week. In fact, they both suck. But one, you're halfway through the week. If you yeah. didn't know, then one, you're starting the week. They should have just called it hump day and been yeah. done with it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now what we do is we like to go on and we talk a little bit about some of the bits of news from the week we like that we have seen and talk about. And <laughs> sometimes things that you send us and I don't always ramble this much. <sighs> However, this week was a gigantic week for trailers. So we're going to talk it was. about three or four trailers that I am truly, truly excited to talk about. Firstly, let's talk about Transformers Beast Wars. No, I'm kidding, of course. I didn't watch that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. You either. sent me to watch that. I was like, why do I ever My watch My brother this? sent me it and I was like, I don't, I don't care about Is it like another this. Transformers movie? It's another Transformers yeah, movie. It can't with be. ones that are like apes or something. Up. Look, did Is she you... back? No. Oh, why would she be back? I'd be down. Yeah, no, you Run wouldn't. it back with Megan Fox and she's a bad person. Watch. <laughs> Look. Let's talk about the the new Last of Us trailer. What did you think? Oh, man, it looks good. More of the same in the best possible way. Yeah, it looks way. really good. The castings look spot on. I wonder if they're going to flesh out Ellie's backstory more in this first one. Well, they're going to, you know, the extension. Of the first game? Yeah. 
not there's really. A, no. There's an extension that flashes out her backstory. Right. It's like a mission or two. Okay. All right. And they're obviously pulling from that. Interesting. You could see in a couple of trailers, there's a character that's in that that you see in the in the frame. Right. That's yeah. so cool. All right. Interesting. I did not know any of that. I think I'm pretty sure. But I uh, I believe that pulling from both so the first and second game i don't think it's just going to be from the first game maybe from from not have they from, said that from, from from what i've read previously but then you never know like they might just go screw it like let's stick to this first one because i mean how much content are they really going to get out of it like two seasons at best if they just do the two games oh you'd think by the third one by the time they finish second season the third game will be at least the story arc will do be you there think there'll be a third game there is for sure a third game is there yeah that's that's there's, guaranteed. A, there's an arc, yeah. They've talked about it. Right. Now, interesting. it's probably years away. Okay. That's so interesting. I didn't know any of that. For I sure. haven't played the second one either, though. So. I mean, it's like a, I, you wouldn't need a third game, but mm. you kind of want... I think there is a story to be told about... It's compelling enough? About how... Spoilers for Last of Us no, 2. I ch- mm. No, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I might play it at some point. You haven't played it? No, I literally just said those words to you. I didn't... I was thinking of the next thing to say. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> Brain, I can't believe, how did you not play the last one? We talked about this. I played the first one. It's so good. I know. I know. There's too many. Then you good better games. play before if they're going to spoil it in the show. Yeah, I'll probably just watch it in the show. <laughs> God, you're lame. So you reckon it's going to uh, pull from both? I don't know. I, I don't think they need to. I think there's enough in season for for a full season in in the at the very least between the prequels that and just added stuff they could create. Yeah. Pedro looks great, by the way. Yeah, he does. I have a serious man crush on Pedro Pascal. What a legend of the game he is right now. He's doing... But, like, I like some of the looks of the other characters as well. I feel like they've nailed the castings in this. Yeah, no, it did look like they did. The, who's the, they have the guy from, uh, from Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Yeah, as, he, the, as playing that one guy who's, like, it's obviously that guy who's, like, crazy yeah, and alone. The, yeah. the bad dude, yeah. yeah. He looks great. Yeah. I feel like I'm keen to see him in something very different as well. Yeah. I feel like every role I see him in, there's, like, an underlying, like, sarcasm almost. Humor. Like, yeah. there is a humor to it. But, like, if he's going to be a bad motherfucker, that's going to be great yeah i'm excited for that i'm excited as well all right you know what we might do then is the other three okay let's talk about the other three trailers and then rank them in terms of how excited we are for it for them out of out of these four only these four did you see dl have you heard this week there was a trailer for indiana jones and they've named it the dial of destiny i like the name i don't mind the name i also enjoyed the trailer the trailer looked really good i'm Clenching my fist real hot. I it looked bloody good. loved it, that trailer. It sounded good. All of it looked good. And it was like, the, there was not a lot of like annoying special effects that I could see. That was good because yeah. there's a lot of special effects in this. Like the bit where they whip the mask off his face and he's young Indiana Jones. Yeah. That's de-aging. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's obviously seamless. A, that's obviously a flashback. But I, I just meant like even like the... There were a couple of bits when you're like, they've clearly just CGI'd his face onto a dude on a horse. But other than that, <laughs> like the rest of it looks good, right? I, I really, I got excited. Well, there's a lot. Look, I'm just going to, I'm going to call it right now. I am unapologetically excited for this. As in like... The child in me who watched these Indiana Jones movies as yeah. way too young to be watching it was a lot of Nazis. Temple of Doom. Yeah. I am like so excited. No, nah, it looks really good. Pumped. There's, a, there's Nazis, which I was surprised. There are Nazis. Mads Mikkelsen. I told you this last week. Mads yeah, but like I, was, I just didn't expect it to be like full Nazi again. Like, why aren't they gone at this point in the story? They were in the last one. They were in the Crystal Skull that we forgot what it was called last week. Yeah, they were certainly in that movie. Because if you remember, they went after the Crystal Skull and old Schiller, who was full Nazi with the, the Bob. Not a good movie. I didn't watch much of that. I remember, I, did, I, I, remember I was this excited for that one. And I went and I went to see it in university with my university buddies. 
and I I think I just dragged them all to the cinema to watch it because we didn't really go to the cinema. We just yeah. we just drank. That was university for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure it was for you as well. But it was like I dragged them to this, and I was like, I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. The we other- should do that one time. Let's put that on one of our lists. Watch Movies what? we wish we could wipe from our minds. Indiana uh, Jones and the Crystal Skull. It is a bad one. It's I, a bad movie. Uh, that's a good list. That's added added to the the shared note. Let's do that. Um, did you see the Guardians trailer? Oh my god! Did I see the Guardians? I, trailer? I wish that they didn't show the basketball thing. Which bit? Where he just throws the basketball. Oh, the kids. Because it was really funny. Yeah, it and was I would hilarious. have liked to see that. Like, bro, like not not without any, you know. Knowing the Guardians, though, that's probably in the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. Probably. I would imagine that's the opening scene. Probably, but, like, now I know it. Well, yeah. Because that's, like, a shock humor. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. I, I, I agree. That's <sighs> For me, though, like, I feel like knowing James Gunn, like, that's probably the lowest barrel of the humor. So, like, the rest of it's surely uphill from there. You'd hope, yeah. I, I still laughed. So what did you think of the tone of it? Like, it's certainly more serious. Like, you can certainly see elements of, well, apparently this is the end of James Gunn doing this Guardians. This is the end of this team. I'm intrigued because he says that it's the end of the trail for one of them, as in one of them is likely to die in this. Now, he's always said, James Gunn, that it's probably going to be Rocket that dies in this one. And everything in this trailer points to that. You see Rocket making a new friend. That he's crying like, at one point. That feels like a... a- the misdirection, right? Yeah. I reckon it'll be Drax. That's my that's my gamble right now. It's either going to be Drax or I think Gamora might die, actually die this time. I've just got a feeling about Gamora. I don't know what it is, but Drax is the obvious one because he doesn't want to do he, it anymore. Yeah, Dave Bautista doesn't want to work with Disney anymore. He wants to do real films like yeah. Glass Onion. Yeah. I don't mm. know. I also wonder, like, are they going to carry Guardians of the Galaxy on without James Gunn? It sounds like they plan to. I would, it's a, it's a moneymaker at this point, right? And they've got a formula. I, yeah. I know it won't be the same without his humor specifically, but I wouldn't be surprised if they bring something similar through and have like a, just a different team. Like in the comics, the Guardians, they began completely differently. Mm. This team is like pretty much hobbled together by James Gunn. There yeah. are ones from the comics, like Yondu was the, in the original team. So there's a lot of like different iterations An archer of it. who yeah. was pretty much semi-naked. So... There's so many iterations of this team. And they've even done iterations in the movies. Like, you remember in the last one, they introduced Sylvester Stallone? No, I remember. And that weird little Ravenger team? They could do anything, man. Like, but it it made me very excited. Did you like the multicolored spacesuits they all wear when they jump out of the spaceship? I didn't. Neither here nor there for me. There was a lot of... I'm going to say quotation marks, controversy about that. Discourse. (laughs) Let's say discourse about this online. Because people were like, oh my God, you did the thing from Among Us. They're all in like primary colors. It's, it's, the discourse is that it's, they look like they're the Among Us team, right? Ah. But it is clearly not that. It's clearly just a a reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey, where they're all wearing the primary colors. I didn't know that either. This all went over my head. We should also, you're you're deep diving on something that literally just straight over your head. That's all right. (laughs) We should put uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey on another one of our lists, by the way, because that movie. I haven't seen it. Neither. This could be the next version of this one we're going to talk about today in a minute. All right, Guys of the Galaxy looks great. Yes. Looks great. Finally. Now, I'm going to say, have you heard DL? That they finally released a trailer for one of what was going to be one of my most anticipated movies of 2022, but now he's going to be 2023. Mm. It is the movie Cocaine Bear. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't watch. I didn't. This was the one part of homework I didn't do. You need to watch it right now. Why? Please, for me, oh. I think it's going to be great. Matt, you can do your little theme tune if you want. Oh, God. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. Out of its mind. 
Oh man, you fuck. All right, what do you think? Snap reaction. Wouldn't watch it, but you're gonna make no, it. No, it looks it's schlocky nonsense. I love oh. that. <sighs> Come on. Did you ever see Sharknado? No. Why How can I? you say that you would like schlocky nonsense and you haven't seen Sharknado? Because that's that's like the that's, quintessential schlocky. That's post schlock. This what is this? This is post post schlock. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this is the artist formerly known as schlock okay. in movie form. No, no, I, I, it's Elizabeth Banks. His film is the director in this. It's got bloody Olden Einreich in it. Ray Liotta's in this. He's dead. Like, how is he in this? Is, oh yeah, he did die. <laughs> yeah, like, he did a lot of posthumous stuff. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, I I like the look of this. Like I think it's just gonna be funny. Uh. It just looks nonsense. Like how long would a bear last? In in all seriousness, like two minutes. Yeah, not long. Like, not it's enough clearly for a embellishing. Feature, not, not enough for a feature length. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that. However long this is supposed to be. Yeah. All right, let's rank these then in terms of have you heard excitement levels? So we've got Indiana Jones: The Dale of Destiny. We've got Cocaine Bear, and we have Guardians of Lost Galaxy. And Last of Us with the Last of Us in it. Oh, oh. well, you can say Last of Us if you want. I would say Last of Us. Oh, in, really? That's the most really Indiana right. Jones, Guardians. Mega, mega, cocaine mega, bear. mega, low cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. Really? All right. Okay. Interesting. I'd probably say Indiana Jones, just because, like I say, child in me. Yeah, but you're you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Yeah, I know, but such is life. Yeah. Like I, I don't get this excited about things right. anymore ever. Probably because of that last Indiana Jones film. So I'm giving myself this one opportunity. Then probably simultaneously last of us and guardians they're about the same in my head right, sweet but i am still excited about cocaine bear. boy cocaine bear yeah okay not gonna lie to you all right guys let us know if there's anything you've heard that we haven't talked about we've got a couple of bits at the end of the show from friends of the show we love it when you send us stuff tag us send us direct we love it when you do we will call you out thank you for everyone who i'll call out at the end of the show dl do you want to preface the main topic this week yeah, the main is this a, is this a dad movies our dad saw that we should sure, have whatever you are want. we are we calling it that? Well, I was gonna say it's movies we should have seen but haven't, but technically I have seen it. So okay, it's yeah, a dad's thing. Well, that's what I call movies. Yeah, okay, cool. Have seen. That's my version of that. Of right, that yeah. arc. movies your dad said you should watch. Yeah, that I haven't, and I have seen this one. So, so another so, anthology. So, so great. I guess we're just yeah, yeah, great. Just we just wanted to do Aliens too. Yeah, we did much. Aliens one. Um, so it's Aliens two. Well, what's your connection to the movie? What's your... God, I you saw... mean aliens. Don't, don't... Be... Sorry, The aliens, internet will be, real. be upset. Edit, 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 edit. We did aliens. <laughs> Leave all that in. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, we did aliens. So what's your connection with the movie? Dude, I think I saw this on a plane flight. A plane over... flight? Yeah, like, I think I saw it a long, long time ago, like, on HBO when I shouldn't have as a kid. Right. Like, way, way too early. Right, right. Thing. V- vaguely remembered it, because I, I really remembered the Vasquez character. For yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. she's, like, so iconic in my memory. Really is. She's, like, imprinted in. And then I rewatched it within the last five years on a plane, going to, like, L.A. or something. And uh, a weird plane choice. Well, it was, like, I'd seen all the ones that were on the premiere. Sure. And it was like, go to the classic section. I was like, I don't know if I've seen Aliens too. So I went to the classics. Aliens. Watched that. Sorry, Aliens. God <laughs> damn, this is going to be a problem. No, but like, I'm, I'm not horribly yeah. dissimilar. As yeah. in, we talked about Alien as a movie that we should have seen, but hadn't. I had seen this, yeah. but out of order. So like, I think I must have just seen it when I was in that cla- classic, like, schlocky 80s action movie phase. You mean you're totally... You're, you're- preferred so all things yeah yeah exactly yeah all things (laughs) so when i was growing up i think i must have seen it and then i've watched it and i've kind of recontextualized it by watching the original one and we're going to talk about that so we're going to talk full spoilers we are going to get into this in a moment but before we do can you tell me your stupid plot summary yes 
happily. Please. Uh, James Cameron goes, hoorah, instead of shh, <laughs> and switches a cat for a largely mute child. Yeah, that's kind of spot on. That's what happened. It is. It's a breakdown. Mostly mute child. That's so true. Okay, mine is, in a space-age vision of the future, Ripley is thrust back into a do-or-die fight against the most deadly foe of all, corporate climbers. <laughs> yeah. <seriously. laughs> Which is pretty much the entire uh, film, seriously. right? I mean, uh, like, dude, I should have also added substitute betrayal of robot with betrayal of corp middle management. Yeah, of course. It's all middle <laughs> management. Literally all middle management. That's all it is. But it's like it's you, this, you're the problem. But it's the same plot. Yeah, it is. It's oh, literally the wall same plot. Wall to wall the same like, plot. Just more bang and substitute cat for child and robot for middle manager. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. With with like a bit of a preamble on this one. I remember, the thing I remember the preamble was the best part. I, well, I think I, the, the bit I, we really liked about the last one was that it just threw you in. You were just yeah. on the ship, and they were just waking That's up. That's true. And, like the the way you you feel like you're a part of it. Yeah. Whereas this one, they kind of did a bit of that, but then they preambled into it with she was back on Earth, and it was fifty seven. I actually didn't mind that. No, I didn't. Because I was like, this is uh, well. I guess we'll get into it. Um, well, right, before we do, yeah. then can you guess for me very quickly the IMDb score for this? Eight one. Ooh, close. It's eight four. Hmm, that's too high. Okay, all right, well... Don't you agree? You're in for a shock. Can you guess for me the Rotten Tomato score? Oh, 95, now that you said that. It's 98. Wow, that's a joke. 98. I guess it's like Colt's classic you. Like, the audience score would be driving that up. Sure. Yeah. Finally then, can you guess for me the Metacritic score? 79. 84%. What? Yes. Why? What? I mean, tell me. So this I guess was... it's like a big blockbuster maybe back then. Like, I'm trying to rationalize, like, how... At the time, it would have been like, we want this so bad. It's been seven years since The Last Alien. We're getting ahead of ourselves. This literally, as in um, Sigourney Weaver, was actually nominated for an Academy Award for an Oscar. As in her role as Ripley. So, like, I mean, that tells you a lot about this movie. As in, it did a lot for female representation in movies. It did a lot for action. Hype train, yeah. Yeah, and there was... But don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. Like, there's a lot of things I like about this, but we're going to talk about it (laughs) because there's a lot of things that I just do not get on with this movie so and in fact friend of the show chris who actually called us out for having not seen alien and made us do alien in the first place mm. he had some very choice words about me having not seen this one as well and okay. my views on this i'll save them for the end because right, yeah. he was very specific in his feedback so this is director james cameron obviously you well know from titanic and avatar changing as you mentioned before so it's it's strange they change directors in between as in... You mean that Ridley Scott comes back? No, Ridley Scott didn't come back is what I'm saying. No, but for the third one or whatever he does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. It's really yeah. odd. Like, it's a while... I, that he just must have had a disagreement with it. I'm sure this is all public information. We should yeah. know this. Doesn't come back for this. I'll Google it now. We've got Sigourney Weaver back as Ripley. We have a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of new characters. We have Newt, who is a fan favorite. That's Carrie Henn. We have Corporal Hicks, again, another fan favorite. We've got Burke, who I love, love, love in this. He is the... He's the middle management guy. He's he's the, actually the, the best. Slick. Yeah. Paul Reisner. Great. We've got Bishop, who's a fan favorite. I'm just calling out fan favorites now. We've got uh, Bill Paxton as uh, Hudson. And now, interestingly, we have Jeanette Goldstein as Private Vasquez. Now, if you could guess for me the ethnicity of Private Vasquez, what, what, just what would you say? Like, no judgment here. Irish. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I would have obviously said she's Hispanic. You're supposed yeah. to say that. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, what's yeah, confusing yeah, about this goddamn crazy. movie. It like, is how did crazy. they get away with that? Well, it's not really confusing as much as like impressive because I wouldn't have questioned it had unless not d- at all. Don't you think? Not at all. Didn't it, question it once. Like, so, so she's she's actually the Irish lady in Titanic. Yeah. I don't know if she's actually Irish. Is she actually Irish? I 
a, she, she, she plays Irish. an Irish person really she looks well Irish IRL. in the Titanic. And yes. then in this, she looks straight up from South America. Yeah. So. And like, she's got the jet black hair, yeah. like the hot, all her features. Like I'm, it's, it's, it's like Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder. I'm like, what's happened here? What have you done to yourself? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, by the way, as an aside, uh, according to an article in Variety, uh, at the time of filming, Scott was actually the producer's fourth choice. Fourth choice? So it was just the producers who decided that they wanted you know, someone else to do it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, talk to me then. Like, what, what happens to me? What's the plot of this movie? The basic overview for an idiot like myself. Okay. At a high level, and I haven't done a proper summary, so this is off the that's cuff. That's all right. We uh, we follow Sigourney Weaver, aka Ripley, um, and as she awakes from her slumber. It's like fifty eight years, forty nine, fifty eight, fifty nine yeah. years, some amount of years later that is I've significant. Written it down somewhere too. Like most of the people she knew would be either dead or very old. You'd assume that's an interesting point. We'll talk about you'd that assume. in a minute. Um, and so she uh, wakes up, and because she's there, they found her distress beacon on her ship way later. She's been taken back to Earth, and she's basically debriefing. With the corporation she worked yep. for way back when. And throughout that process, they go from not believing her at all, this is bullshit, your story's made up, to discovering a se- another outpost going dark. Oh, the same sorry, outpost. The, yeah, sorry, the outpost going LV dark. 436. Of, uh, there you go, 436, of uh, where she discovered the aliens. There was a colony on that. On yeah, they, that. So what had happened was, in the meantime, they'd sent colonists to effectively yeah. terraform yeah. that planet. And the it had gone dark, right? Like yeah. as in they and and then the same middle manager who'd sent we're gonna keep coming back to middle management. It's yeah. great. The same middle manager who'd sent these people to colonize it was like, Hey, maybe we should check this out. Maybe I should, <laughs> you should listen it. to yeah. Ripley here and, and investigate. By the way, I wanna go. I'm surprised he went on the mission. Well, now understood Ripley's comments. Yes. They didn't really comprehend them. Correct. Because if they did, you would not want to put yourself in the vicinity of these scorpion sex things. Yes. And now it's a great time to... <laughs> yeah, scorpion sex things is pretty much bang on. It's, it's a great time to kind of talk about a little bit of the tonal shifts of the movie. Because from what we talked about last time, like we talked about slow tension building you know, gradually, uh, gra- almost jumps, almost like Jaws, right? Mm-hmm. Gra- gradual builds to almost nothing sometimes. It t- it was a massive tease uh, in Ridley Scott. It was subtle. Fantastic. Yeah, initial uh-huh. alien. But in this, like, I just wrote down, this could have been written by Arnold Schwarzenegger's bicep. At least the yeah. dialogue yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a complete tonal 180. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Just It's no. a bad, I, I would argue it's a bad sequel to Alien if you're trying to, epit- like, if you're trying to extend the uh, uniqueness and originality of that film. Sure. This is a different movie. It would almost target a different audience. In, in a sense. Yeah. yeah in, in a yeah. sense, I'm kind of glad they didn't try and do the same thing again because you fall into the trap of, it's the same Sherlock, right? Like, you are getting the same thing, but at the same time, like, try and keep some of it. Yeah, like, like tonal. Some of the tone. Yeah, like, what made you great? Like, I don't know, you look at, like, A, a Quiet Place. A Quiet Place 2 was, like, you know, a similar, like, they, I think it, it maintained the tone while doing different things, but it was the same kind of, it, that's what alien, Aliens mm. could have been, mm. right? If yeah, they, complete, If they kept the same tone and atmosphere and... And you could, uh, yeah. like... Hypothetically, my my brain thinks in this right. Why not gradually build? So right, we building on the tone a bit more. It literally changes from being a suspense thriller to almost like a 
a war movie with it's thriller a blockbuster elements. action movie. It changes into yeah, yeah, it changes yeah, into sto- uh, Starship Troopers. It reminds that's yeah, what it yeah, is. It genuinely, yeah, genuinely does. <laughs> I'm surprised Alan Schwarzenegger doesn't pop up and been like, "You son of a bitch." But like, it reminds me of this. I was reading a quote. This is many, many years ago before I ever thought about doing something like this. But a quote that really spurred my imagination was, and I used to love the TV show Scrubs. Yeah. Taking a bit of a detour here. Yeah. But the show Scrubs, there is a fine delineation, and it's about mid to end of season four where it changes from being a drama with comedic elements yep. to being a comedy with dramatic elements. Yep. And that tonal shift is pretty much what I see here. It goes from being a suspenseful thriller with action elements to being an action movie with suspenseful elements. And that that tonal shift for me really takes me out of this movie in many ways. Well said. Doesn't many, mean many it's not ways. a bad movie for if you were looking for an action movie sure, with absolutely. suspenseful elements, like it's iconic in a lot of ways, but I, I would, I would say the biggest part that also took it out was not only that change, but the fact that it's a completely rehashed plot. There's completely nothing, rehashed. It's not bringing anything new to the table in terms of twists. It's bringing misdirection. a lot more aliens. Yeah. It's just more big bangs, yeah. more aliens, yeah. more guns. And we're going to talk about that because I think the action is going to be an interesting one to, to, to pick into. But as the story progresses, then they jump on a ship with a bunch of Marines. Now, these Marines, tell, can you please explain Marines to me? Because my... I can't explain these ones. Yeah. They're very ineffective. My understanding of the army is, right, like, uh, my, I might be a bit slow here, but my understanding of the army is, A, they're effective. Yeah. They know what they're doing and can use all the weaponry and such, which in this they don't seem to be able to. They understand a little bit about warfare so they're not just running around like idiots shouting all the time and you know like they're trained as in they're fit none of these are that those things yeah they're not they don't look very fit and also their marines are supposed to be the best of the best that's what i'm saying this isn't like the army reserves like this is a, like, like this isn't the militia the you know the city militia people love the, these yeah. characters and like i get it they're very likable it's because goofy they're yeah. goofy they're not yeah. marines it's like come on give me the best of the best here so they join this group of marines who are taking them up back to lv 436 i think i said it was yeah 436 to effectively understand why the beacon has turned mm-hmm. off why why the colony is no longer responding to prompts yeah and as they get there they effectively find that everyone is in this one place all together and they're like oh they they must be trying to hide because the place yeah. is in tatters and this is a great time then to talk a little bit about the performances in the movie yeah what did you what did you think of the performances i thought like the the problem with the marines beyond all the things you just said yeah is that they're the main contribution yes agreed. their performance is the main contribution to the tonal shift yeah agreed does that make sense they're Completely. almost like like yellow journalistic versions of marines like it's almost like a, a comedy a the, parody, way, yeah, the way that their dialogue and actions and characters are written and it's such and, a weird sorry sorry to interrupt yeah. it's such a weird tonal shift from the first one where the characters are so well written yeah like in alien we we wax lyrical about how great some of those those Dialogue guys were and interactions were and the tone and like the just the the interactions between them and like what's left unsaid versus what's said and how they handled it yeah. I, I think that that's the biggest change in control. And like the dialogue they wrote for them is actually iconic and funny in a, in a Starship Troopers way, but it's yeah. just not what you'd expect. Like out of, yeah, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Character, caricatures, character, saying that, saying that though, <laughs> ch- ch- charcuterie, <laughs> saying that though, Ripley was 
amazing. The Sigourney yeah, she's, Weaver. She kept her tone. <laughs> it's it's mad yeah. how like she's got that Kylo Ren treatment almost. Yeah. We keep talking about, which is hilarious. She literally is on like a plinth yeah. in this movie of like kind of subpar stuff going on around her. Like she, it's sort of like her her turn of humanity and, and really hold hold this movie together and how she evolves throughout. Like yeah. it's amazing. I also think like. If you like the if you'd have kept that level of seriousness and intent with the the Marines, yeah, it also makes it a creepier film because you believe they're the best of the best. Yeah, if you show completely, if, if you show up and it's more like the crew from Black Hawk Down or like you know uh, what's that other one like Zero Dark Thirty, yep. and it's like these guys are weapons or like the guys from like Sicario, and that's the vibe you set, Precisely. and they get picked off one by one, like then it's like. Oh shit! Yeah, well, you know with, what I mean. Yeah, with these guys, like I literally have a note that says there is so much shouting in this movie. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm just baffled whereby they're going into a tactical assault effectively, and they're just like screaming about like their big guns and stuff. It's like yeah. we get it; it's a dick metaphor, but like, <laughs> get over like <laughs> act like a marine. And it was to drive the story of like they didn't believe Ridley, like, yeah. and they weren't prepared. But like, you could do that in a different way, yeah, without without losing their complete credibility. Now. We haven't talked about, and I'm going to quote honest trailers here, C. Creepio, (laughs) who was actually a really good performance, I thought. We haven't. I I thought he was, I thought he was pretty cool. Played by Lance Hendrick in this Yeah, I thought he was an interesting character and the dynamic there was good. Yeah, the whole way through, like the whole way through, I was sat there going, when's he going to turn? When's he going to have his evil twist? Because like, obviously he did in the first one and- I think he has in the other ones, at least the, the synthetic person has in the ones since. I really liked his performance. But you're was, meant to. Like, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. That's, yeah. Like, that's what they're playing with. And yeah. And well, I, th- that's great. Like, that I don't understand. How can you get that so right? Yeah. And then, like, the main set of, like, cast so completely wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And I almost feel like you could have played with that a bit more where it's like, well, what did you say his real name was, C-Creepio? Lance Hendricks. Lance Hendricks and his name. So, bishop bishop you could have played it almost where bishop does betray them but in a different way not for the benefit of the company but it's like they've had an update where it's like this is for the survival of humanity we can't risk wow. these things getting off the planet and then it's like a different kind well, of betrayal you think he's gonna that's do like that subverting. right at the very end yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway. He's gonna do that right at the very end I, I completely agree with all of that there is one echelon of the performances that i kind of want to talk about and split out into its own segment let's can we just talk a little bit just for a minute about the aliens themselves now like so my key problem with this movie right and like we we joke we we joke about the marines and them being you know jocks and whatever whatever my actual problem with the movie it's not any of that like i you've just nailed it on the head that they're effectively not prepared because they don't believe ripley i get it that is that storyline. And I get that. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is why are the aliens so depowered in this? Like, if you watch that first one, that alien is like hard as nails. Nothing can pierce its skin. And when it does, like the blood just drips and destroys every, everything. Are we, are we, are we power leveling right now? Well, with aliens. A little bit. <laughs> are we? A little. All right. Okay. Well, let, let, let me give you one primary example of. I, I agree. But also they came prepared this time. It wasn't like a mining equipment. Okay, well, let me give you one key example then of what kind of threw me out of this movie. So there is a scene when uh, Ripley... So what happens is they go in, the Marines are then getting picked off. This is actually a great segue. This is the perfect time to talk about this. The Marines are getting picked off uh, in this underground bunker where they've all gone to. And 
Ripley takes command of whatever the Batmobile vehicle is that they're driving (laughs) and drives it in, effectively saves a bunch of them, the ones that are still alive. As actually, it's a really cool scene where the aliens are the scenery. There's so many of them; they turn out to be the room. I really like that. But what happens is, as they're driving away, they're trying to get away with the few remaining soldiers. The aliens are sort of out in the terrain and like jumping onto the. I'm going to call it the Batmobile because that's. (laughs) I think that's funnier. Jumping onto the Batmobile, trying to get in to obviously get to them. And there's a bit when they drive over the head of one of the aliens Mm -hmm. and it like explodes right fine like understandable heavy heavy vehicle thing explodes but its blood is literally acid like wouldn't it have just melted directly through the bottom of that thing and all the way through the tire like the whole thing should be like on three wheels keep it consistent is all you ask there is a lack of consistency and that i just think they're deep out like there's a bit where they're shooting with a with a handgun and i'm like all right i don't mind that as much as, as long as you keep it consistent but you know, it's aliens. It's plural. They needed more action, it's more true. gunshots, more aliens. That means more deaths. That means more explosions. And I thought the all, like I thought the acid blood was used when it was convenient. Yeah, no Which one, I didn't no one like. likes that, especially you. So I, I can understand where you're coming. You from. know, I hate that yeah, stuff. You do not like that. So progress the plot for me. Then what happens? What happens next? You know, Thomas, I, I'm pretty sure what happens next is they go in one by one, or as a group, they get picked up one by one. They retreat and they bunker down. They bunker down. Uh, they retreat. The the isn't one of their dropships shot down or something? Yes. And so they they have to bunker down. Yep. While they try and remotely control another dropship, an alien to come. just appears. It's great. It's yeah. actually, I like that scene. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Good. The another drop. Well, they they're trying to figure out how they get their second dropship yep. down with no pilot. And so they're bunkered down, um, trying to last while the because apparently the aliens come out at night or something. What apparently happens? they come. Uh, the 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 kid. Um, why do I keep forgetting that kid's name? That's really bad. Newt. Newt's character is like Newt. Uh, she has something like they're more ferocious at night, or they're yeah. So they know they're they're gonna come out and fight, and they're like, "Fuck, we gotta hide and bunker down." Old mate Marine just loses it. Yeah. He's, he's you know that, he was kind of funny in that way. Oh, I'm gonna call him out. I really did not like that performance. People yeah. really like him as well. It was it was Bill Paxton as Private Hudson. Yeah, he, and he was like, he was a bro. He we're like, fucking, oh, we're I'm going to game over, bro. And I was like, you are just annoying. Yeah, well, he's he was freaking out. He was freaking bro. out. So they bunker down. They're in in one of the control towers, right? Yep. And they realize that they do have a way to bring the other spaceship down remotely, but it would take one of them going out and using a control panel, which is, you know, they've literally sealed up all the exits. They're, yeah. They're locked in. And the aliens are out there. And the aliens are also out there. So they choose, they choose their synthetic um, bishop, Lance Hendrickson again. Well, I think he volunteers. Yeah, sorry. He, he does volunteer. He, yeah. he climbs in, he goes in a tunnel. They recreate the famous tunnel scene. What I like about this scene is it's, it's showing how underprepared they are for the oncoming wave of the aliens. Again, they're sneaking above them and they're like, they've gone through all of the, all of the different maps across like yeah. the, the entire buildings. Like I know everything. It's like, they are just in the rafters. It's like, they've gone full diehard on you. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and I really like how resourceful the aliens are. Like they just, they just get it. They get yeah. the warfare that these Marines clearly don't. I, I'm interested to know at this point then as we're going through, cause this is probably about uh, 60, 70%, 65% into the movie. What do you think of the pacing? Like, it's quite a long film. I thought that the pacing probably wouldn't have been as bad except for the fact that, you know, this movie isn't a mystery. They don't insert, like, the way that Alien, the first one is a mystery that you're uncovering. They didn't find a way to recreate a mystery here. 
They, you know what I mean? There was not you're thrown into those aliens very early. Yeah, and and like you, you, and you, it's you know what because they didn't make it a new place. It's the old, you know what happened. Yeah, the colony got in, killed by like aliens, and so we're just waiting for that to happen. Yep, and we know what happens with the xenomorphs going inside you and all that. So all that stuff isn't a mystery anymore. And so I like they didn't overtly do that again. They didn't need to. Like, no, they did it in dream sequences. Yeah, they didn't. You know, go. Oh, another one's done this. And no, well, th- God, then it'd be an exact. Replica. It would have been the exact same <laughs> movie. But th- I guess my point is because a lot of the movie is telegraphed, and you know what's going to happen because it's not a mystery, and it a lot of the stuff is like the twists are literally the same twists. Yeah, substituted to different characters. Yeah, it just felt longer because we so. all we knew it was happening. So that that was what was. I, I think the pacing suffered because of that. I liked. I liked. I keep calling him a serial guy. He wasn't. He he was literally just like. The the man on the, the man from the company, uh, old mate Paul Reiser Burke. I liked his level headedness through the movie. As in, like I liked how he was a complete polar opposite to all of these mad marines <laughs> who were shouting so with their, uh, uh, metaphorically swinging their dicks around. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like I really liked his juxtaposition to the rest of these these this cast. And my favorite, probably favorite bit of the movie was when you get Ripley and she has Newt and she finally gets Newt to go to sleep and Newt's like terrified. So she climbs under the bed and what he does is when, when Ripley goes into sleep with sleep in the same, you know, like comfort Newt almost, he slides a couple of those face huggers in there to try and, to try and uh, pick her out. Cause he, he basically realizes at this point, we could make millions off this. These yeah. guys, they could enhance their armies, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual corporate, how can we make money out of this? Yeah. And he and, and Ripley refuses. She's like, "No, I won't go along with your plan." So he's like, "All right, time to go, mate." <laughs> you know. I honestly found this twist hard, right? A because it's the same reused twist. Mm. It basically is. It's like gets betrayed because they want to bring it back for some. It was a synthetic bit. in the same. In the last it, one but as it's well, yeah. yeah, it's like a different person, but the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And also, like, it's more believable if it's a synthetic. If you're a human and you're witnessing this. I'm sorry. You're not like, yeah, let's stick it out on a ship back yeah. home with these things. That is no very true. Way. Not a chance, dude. Not could not pay me enough. I would I would try and negotiate a payout for sending me there. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just I found that hard to believe. Okay. I like I mean I like his character though. I th- I think he's good actor. Yeah. He's really well played. He's obviously supposed to be an over the top version of that so i i get it in context of this film and if we if we're effectively saying that these are all caricatures why not have him do that like the marines are all running around you know firing their guns when they should be no i I get it for what it is i guess like it's just not it's not what i would have done if you were gonna plan a twist because it it just felt like that was predictable did did you not see that coming i i I did i liked how it was executed i thought it was subtler than i expect i expected him to just like push her in a room you know what i mean no that's fair so i i I thought i thought it was and like obviously like he you know you see him switching off the monitor so they can't see her screaming at the the camera it's i think that's nicely done and it adds to that character like you could imagine him being a bad guy in a future movie hypothetically if he hadn't you know died um So moving on then, so what happens is like, we, we're obviously, you know, we're firing through this. What happens is they effectively then are trying to make their way back to the hangar yep. where they can get away on the remotely controlled, controlled ship. Drop ship they all back two, down. Apparently, yeah. And this is kind of the main action beats of, I'd say the second main action beats of the movie. We'll talk about action in a minute, but I, I actually quite like this one where they're sort of 
powering through and, and they're getting picked off one by one again, yeah. but like it's getting down to the last couple. Let's talk about the cinematography and world building because I think this is a good time to sort of talk about. I don't think the world building does a lot different to the last one, but I like how they expanded it in many ways to be, it was, it wasn't just like a one, a one ship with one alien. It was like the whole ship was an alien almost. I really like the whole mm. colony was. And some of the, some of the, like the paintwork they did for the miniatures and stuff was amazing. Mm. I liked the, I liked the action and, and cinematography and the prosthetics, but like, yep. I don't, I didn't think this expanded the lore very well. No. I think it was just more of everything. It was a surprisingly, yeah. 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 I, it surprised me. I, it surprised me that I liked the expansions of the world that they'd brought into this like the the very first action scene we talked about where the marines go to try and find all of the colonists and the whole place is you know aliens just unraveling around them yeah i really cool. liked that and it was sort of an extra wrinkle on top of cool. the world but like you say like a cool image for sure do you think they needed to build the world though um i guess like we could talk about that I have a little question for you like what okay. would you do differently so I'd, I'd be keen to talk about that then but i, I think that they Building the lore could have helped this franchise for this movie, but more so for what they did later. Sure. Where just the entire franchise just felt retconned. Oh, the whole thing. So was... Yeah. So, like, I think that, yeah, they could have built the lore a bit more. They could have been, yeah, there, there's a lot of ways they could have done that. But at a high level, um, I agree with what you're saying, like, imagery wise and all that. Like, that was, that was cool. Uh, like, the movie looked good. Yeah. It, it looks, was more it just amazing. the, the, like, they, they actually tricked the execs, so they they showed the execs like a part of the movie, the you know the big the big wigs who who like signed yeah. sign the big checks, and they were like, oh, it all looks like CGI, it looks tacky, but it doesn't look tacky. So they were like, it looks CGI. They're just clearly spending too much money on CGI, but it was actually paint paintings and miniatures. Yeah, and the guys were like, sick. <laughs> yeah. We're really happy that you think that because it clearly looks good. good yeah yeah so I, I and i like that and i think that's great let's 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 spin this then into action because we're talking about an action beat so they're fighting their way through effectively go down into the corridor the, the corridors they go down into Man, the vents they, again again you now what they do to get out of ships and yeah. style movies the, th the thing i really didn't like was when newt slipped down into the what did she slip down to? It was, it was almost mean, like when the they sewers. Do the, yes. And when they do, you mean when they do the well, exact the same thing with it, the cats? Yeah, yes. it was the cat, except uh, just the whole movie. It. It's the, it's a rehash. It is with a minor re changes. I, I didn't care for that. Plus I, big dog marines. And what? Vasquez. <laughs> Plus <laughs> yeah. Vasquez. Well, she dies at this point. So great. Yeah, but she's awesome. We, I suppose we, uh, the main point then is talking about that big final action. The, the really, really iconic main action scene where, ripley dons the mech suit to fight the queen yeah she meets the queen she effectively like i forgot about that she effectively like breaks the queen out of her well she's she's just pumping out eggs right she's, yeah she breaks her out of that so the queen follows and attacks her ripley and the ship and surprisingly again stows away on the ship oh no but is, what, is what that think, new what do you think about the mech scene <laughs> what do you think about the mech scene <laughs> it's really iconic like I get, yeah I get why it is but like again like to be honest, the mech scene's fine. I don't mind the mech scene. Sure. Yeah. I but like it, it. But it was right after the, like, you know the aliens on the ship, guys. Every, I know. Like, every other oh. plot point has been retread. You know, stop being, stop feeling safe. <laughs> stop feeling safe. It's like he just took the original mm -hmm. script and tweaked it, right? But that scene clearly like Force Awakens in Star Wars, the first one. Completely. It's, and it's, it's completely, I would say, inspired movies all the way from the likes of Avatar all the way through to like the Harry Potter movies that, you know, that stay away from my daughter, you bitch, that, that's it, yeah. all that stuff. And I like, I mean, like, it's great. And it's a really powerful moment that I, you know, genuinely 
I was like, this is a cool scene. It's it's a little bit ch- chunky. It's super and cheesy. Looking slow back. Slow motion. Yeah. Mac punch. Like, obviously, the alien's real slow. Yeah. I was saying, you are worried. If you're thinking, like, the guns to the head. Yeah. Depowers them. How about a slow motion mech punch? <laughs> it's like a blunt object. That's fair. Oh, the queen is way bigger. The queen's much larger. So you can imagine she's a bit slower. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'm just more so saying like the whole like it being hurt by a punch of like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that mech suit though, because like if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, that's like basically a bunch of bunch of dudes like moving these giant arms. <laughs> oh, really? Stuff. It's really cool. It's really fun yeah. to watch. In fact, the behind the scenes are almost more interesting than the movie. Yeah. Like, genuinely i watched a bunch of them on youtube i was like this is actually really fucking good let's talk then a little bit about cgi and finally music effectively there's a big battle it has the same ending as the first one the alien gets bust out into space yeah she saves the kid not the cat and (laughs) everyone's happy talk talk about the miniatures then the ai guy dies as well yeah Yeah. he does that's a shame he he has his redemption arc i even wrote down hashtag redemption for synthetics yeah like it's there it's all there yeah talk to you about the action you said the the CGI oh, the and the, CGI. those minutes it's more the miniatures. Really. I thought they looked great. I thought they yeah, looked I thought, amazing. I thought the, the movie, everything about the movie looked good. Yeah, great. It was just the tone that changed. James Cameron. Yeah, he knows how to film a good movie. Yeah. He, he got it. He got it down by this point. Yeah, well, and that's also like I think that they used miniatures in the first one too, so they, they just did. stuck to their guns and did I, the same thing. I I wrote this down. I wish they do that more in movies. Imagine some of the amazing miniatures people make nowadays, mate. I'm telling you, you gotta watch the Crystal, the Dark Crystal the Dark series. Crystal. This is the best. It's the best. If you, nah. it's, it's everything you want, Thomas. Nah, it's not. It is. It's Jake Peralta being a been an elf, a dwarf. I forgot. It, I didn't it? even know he was in it. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of good characters. We talked yeah. about it. You Go back to. to one of our older episodes. Yeah. I like the music again. We, it's again, it's not a a, a wrinkle on the first movie at all, really. But they do a great job with what they have of building suspense when they're given the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're often given the opportunity in this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always some Marine. Ah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, They're everywhere! <laughs> name, name another Get idiot. everything with guns in the air. <laughs> it's literally I that. can't see them! <laughs> Just like, <laughs> name another, like, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> one-liner. There's so many. There's so many. It's... Uh, my favorite one line of the movie, uh, honestly, is the one where old mate says, "Hey Vasquez, you ever been? Uh, <laughs> a- a- I don't ever thought you were a man." Is like, she's like, "Anyone ever think you're a man?" Yeah, it's, it's like, great, it's fantastic, really badly uh, dubbed by myself. All right, then let's talk about tones and themes. Yeah, obviously, it, not sure there's any here. Corporate cor- greed, corporate middle management, and greed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust. I suppose trust is a big theme of this. Like, I think uh, Newt's like the perfect. Yeah, I guess. Who do you trust? Yeah, that's fair. Do you trust Ripley? Do you trust corporate mill management? It's not really a theme, though. Like, who do you trust? It's just a question. It's, it yeah. runs throughout the movie, and I liked yeah. it. It's mo- maybe a motif. It, yeah, okay. Let's, let's yeah. say that's more of a motif. All right, fine. Mr. Bigwig over here. Did my literary reading before. Give us three best or three worst, then. What did you like and what did you my first dislike about this My first in best and my first in worst is Vasquez. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> take that for what you will. The, uh, the Irish-Hispanic person. Yeah, yeah. 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 My second is, to your chagrin, freak out guy. Nah. I think he just epitomizes the viewer I d- in a lot of ways. You're talking about Bill Paxton's yeah, yeah. Hudson, right? I don't yeah. mind. Like, if you, like, here's the thing. If I accept the premise that this is the movie they've made, then I accept him as a part of it. You know, we haven't really Does talked about- Does that make sense? We haven't really talked- Yeah. We haven't really talked about Hicks in this, who's like what, the main Marine who survived. Yeah, but he's the only boring. one to survive. Yeah. 
he I don't know what it was about him and I don't know why people like him so much. Like yeah. he was he was like a bit creepy at times. He was trying to flirt with Ripley but yeah. failing. Yeah. Like it was he was, I don't know, like it, I I didn't vibe with that character. I thought he was like the least interesting, interesting. One yeah and had a lot of screen time but like the the cooler ones were like freak out guy was just funny to me. yeah he, he was like he that, was just like yeah. this you're the viewer right like yeah. and then uh, there were a lot of sweaty people in this movie you <laughs> notice that yeah a lot of sweaty people yeah like really no one can hear you see scream in space but they can smell you they can <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, the wheeze. Jeez, all right, um, come on. Three, three, rest of your three best and worsts. The uh, freak out guy was that, and then C. Creepio yeah. was my my third. I really best liked him worst, as a sorry. performance for best. Okay, right. I'll uh, do my best you? super quick. I got yeah. Ripley's Humanity and Evolution. I thought it was, I mean, like that. that's the only, that is the key good part of this movie. That's the thing that drags us through by the scruff of the neck. I had the claustrophobic sets. I talked about it, that scene where the aliens are uncoiling themselves. And yeah. They are uncoiling. the room. It's amazing. And then my last one is, and it's it's a little abstract, but despite myself, I was genuinely quite engrossed. I was like, the whole time I was like, that just happened in the first movie. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger's dick writing this. That's, you know, that's nonsense, those Marines. But I was like, give me more of this. I think it's still entertaining. Yes. It's just not what you might have expected. I, I, and I mentioned at the very, very top, like watching the first one completely recontextualized this for me. Yeah. And I liked it when I saw it the first time. I thought it was just a dumb action movie. Yeah. And when you have the context of how great that first movie is, you yeah. go, ah. Oh, now I don't uh, understand this as much. Right. Anyway, like, uh, worst. Why did I have Paul Reiser in my worst? I really liked him. <laughs> why I think did I just, you have Paul I Reiser? I, just, I, liked, I liked his performance, but I didn't like that it was kind of the same rehash twist. Sure. I wanted a different twist. Uh, and then the kid was also my worst. She was just kind of boring. That storyline was boring. Why do people love... Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. I had the fact that the ending was exactly the same. Yeah. I had... We've, we've talked about the Marines to death. I'm not going to talk about them again. And just the downgrade in the aliens. Like, and if I really stretch my imagination, I could say perhaps they're all like... I don't want to have a better word for it. Like younglings. They're all like only just fully from... But then the one in the first one was like... Barely, barely out of the crib. Man, I think you're, you just stretch your imagination and say like they, the Marines had better guns. That's okay, the, they were prepared. Sure, that's what you got. That's and they did that bit of a bit. That's of a fair enough. All right, oh. tell me then our final question, and we don't do twenty alien mm. eggs out of twenty five alien eggs. We don't talk aliens about or alien. Yeah, exactly. We don't talk how many aliens are in the room. Prometheus. Or- we just ask. Is this movie better or worse than the most average movie we can think of, which is Aquaman 2018? Yeah, and why? Yeah. DL. I think it is better than Aquaman 2018. Could be better. And I will tell you why. Please. Because I was entertained. Okay. <laughs> it was a fun movie to you watch. You were entertained by Aquaman. Yeah. No. No, I was bored. Vaguely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good chat. <laughs> that's, that's just the end of that. How about I, you? Would you agree? I, yeah. I, you know what? Like, I don't think my expectations coming in, expecting this to be something it wasn't made it a worse movie like it's still a phenomenal movie and you know like it's it's 1986 it's before i was even born before we had proper cgi before you know like it's still a great movie and it's a great example of a sci-fi action movie done really well yep so it is significantly better than akaman 2018 it is just that with that context of the first movie Mm -hmm. i just think it's a different thing it's just different Different doesn't mean bad, it just means different. Yeah, no, that's fair. I agree. Okay, DL, wrapping up then. Can I actually ask you a question? Please. Before we wrap up. Yeah, I'd love to. What would you do differently? Good question. Like, and I'm saying open slate. Would you, would you make the same movie? Would you follow, would you make it a follow-up to Ridley's 
uh, first interaction? Would you make a prequel? You know, how would you actually, not knowing that they eventually did make a prequel uh, in the form of Prometheus, dis- sure. disregard that. But like, how how would you change this if you could? Gradual escalation. Yes, is the two words that should have been told to somebody <laughs> in the making of this movie. Like, I feel the first one. It's it's amazing in that you have one really subtle but powerful character in the alien who stalks the whole set. And in this, it's just like, well, here's all of my brothers and sisters. You know, it's like <laughs> he was born in Alabama. Yeah, here's the band. <laughs> exactly. And I think if you would have had a little bit more restraint, you go, even do one again, or mm. just do two, or just do the queen, whatever you want. Restraint. But the queen is making babies. But you could have, you could have had it. At, okay, right. Here you go. The first one is just an alien. The second one is a bigger alien. And you go, that thing be really big. And then the twist at the end is that it's the queen and it is pumping out eggs. And that's, that's the, the twist. The... And that's how you set up yeah. bigger, more action-based movies. But they didn't. They just kind of went, meet the kids, guys. You yeah. know, like, wait, what, what would you do different? I, I, I kind of I like, I really like how it starts because it like, yeah. and we, I didn't talk about this, but just the molasses of bureaucracy in a, oh, with a very 100%. well, well-known threat to the viewer. 100%. You just identify with her frustration. Yeah. And you're like, this is actually relates to our world too. Like, there's plenty of problems we wish we could solve that no one believes, or you know, that you can't get, you can't move. People fast like to enough. close their eyes too. Yeah. So, like, I really identified with that, and I, I kind of thought, how do you take that like in a different direction where it's like you don't go to the same place because then it's like, well, you know what's going to happen. Yep. We know that there's aliens there that have killed those colonists. Sure. Take it somewhere else. Where like, and you pull her back in because of the mystery of the somewhere else. Like, make it a mystery again mm. by by making it a different Definitely mystery angle. Definitely, you, you need to add some kind of mystery for them to 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 kind of solve as opposed to what we got. Or I think you do a prequel, and not the one you think, not Prometheus. Oh, please God, no! You do one where it's like what the original ship that found that found the the original ship that had the distress beacon that started a, a, alien oh, right yeah yeah okay yeah. you explore that story interesting and it's kind of like you know the ending Isn't that prometheus, but the mystery though? i don't think it I is i feel like that's the story of prometheus is it? i think i think Prome- like it abstractly leads to that that is how that is how oh what you're right to that the ending is yeah. yeah but do it different you say yeah <laughs> just but don't, don't do, do it that don't way do that yeah, fair do, enough no yeah. I, I like that idea and, and i think it's that gradual escalation again. Like yeah. you could find out that all those people got, or, or, or whatever they are, aliens got destroyed by one or two aliens, like whatever. That would be way better than just throwing all of your matches at the fire immediately. You know? Yeah. I just don't understand how you, uh, how you really recreate the intimate horror without making the exact same movie though. Like what is the mystery? You got to figure that out. And what is the setting? Is it a mining colony? Is it something like, I don't know. Is it a prison? Oh, wait, that's the third one, I think. Um, yes, you is. know, like, I, I just think it's, this is a hard movie to recreate without introducing a new mystery. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. And, I, and, and I think that is, and I mentioned up top, friend of the show, Chris, who berated me for not having seen Alien. That was kind of his point when we yeah. were talking. He was a bit like, you know, like, how do you recreate the same magic without just doing the same thing? They didn't recreate the magic, but they did do the same thing, which is ironic <laughs> with this movie. I've, I've do have a, I did have a question that I wanted to float by you as well, because I, I really liked that. And sort of an evolution of that is, let's say hypothetically, we could go back in time. It's 986. Yeah. And you're looking for a different director. You mentioned Ridley Scott was fourth on the list. Yeah. You're looking for a different director to do this one. Who do you choose? And like, let's just say hypothetically, alive or dead, anyone you want. Like, who do you think would be good? Who do I choose? At doing this. 
For this kind of movie, who do I choose? Yeah, so I, w- I would say, you know, you get someone like the guy who did Midsommar, which is like a horror movie in the daytime. Ariasta. Yeah, Ariasta. Um, and he's only got Midsummer, or uh, like Hereditary, or so, and Hereditary on his. That's that's incredible. Like, how do you make an alien movie that's different? Like that. That I think he could kind of find a way. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I, I like that, and it, yeah. it's, that goes back to the original sort of horror elements of it, but would put a completely different. Spin. And that's a cool way of doing it. I like. That. Yeah, I would have gone a slightly different way. My idea was. Leaning more into the action, the, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have got Arnold Schwarzenegger to direct this. No, leaning more into the grotesqueness of the aliens and their weirdness. So mm. I just imagine, and Guillermo del Toro, we talk about him way too much, has horror chops as well. He does. I feel. Imagine <laughs> allowing you would him just end up with like the labyrinth yes. style. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine him doing this. It would be creepy. It'd be weird. It would be. It would be great. I think part of the super stylized. Yeah, I think part of the fun with him is that like he creates these yeah, abso- weird creations oh, absolutely and so like he'd kind of feel probably hamstrung all right let's finish up then dl do you want some trivia true or false hit me with it all right true or false dl james cameron faced big problems when trying to win over the confidence and respect of the crew is that true or is that false false it's true many of them had worked on alien in 1979 and were fiercely loyal to ridley scott oh interestingly now i like this part so in order to try and convince them that he had the skills he had the skills to pay the bills <laughs> uh he actually arranged a screening for them of the terminator his 1984 film but most of the crew just didn't turn up so he, he faced like massive like pushback from the crew wow i find that super they interesting. didn't show up to watch like one of the best that's pretty, sci-fi movies of all time that's pretty funny crazy right well, but imagine this you're what eight, two years Away, out out from this and Terminator's not even out yet you'd be like who's this guy but like I don't know I'd kind of be like whatever I'll give it a go yeah, but I mean that's like us. I'm not like <laughs> we watch anything oh, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't like I've only done one Hollywood movie I'm not gonna be yeah. like ah, I refuse well, well build the, the resume bro fiercely loyal yeah fiercely alright true or false Sigourney Weaver's best actress Academy, Academy Award nomination for the movie was the first ever for an actress in a role in an action sci-fi movie true it is true yeah. real pioneer in this like yeah. we don't we didn't no, we didn't talk about her as much because if go back and listen to our alien pod we literally wax lyrical about how amazing she was in that and is in this as well and it you know so She's good so many good great for this yeah. yeah so many great female leads have drawn from this and i like i i like that james cameron continues his legacy of strong female leads you know sarah connor in the terminator etc mm-hmm. phenomenal Really interesting fact about Avatar for you. Uh, so apparently, so you know how in Avatar, going on a random aside here, we, we'll talk about Avatar at some point because the new one's coming out. You know in Avatar how when Jake hooks up with the the Navi, yeah, they they don't they don't have sex the same way humans would. They just link their ponytails, right? So interestingly, apparently the women or the females of that species they give birth to eggs, right, in that universe. I'm going on a tangent. I'm getting there. Give me a sec. Where, where and why did you Google this? I didn't. I heard this on a podcast <laughs> and it's terrifying. There is an interesting fact that even though they don't need them, the Navi women have boobs, right? They've got boobs. Now, the reason James Cameron did that didn't have any, th- th- there's no biological reasoning for that. It's just so that the main character would have thought she was hot. 
<laughs> so that he would have hooked up with her, even though his mind was attached to a human being. I'm like, what on earth is going on in your head, James Cameron? Gotta gotta make it all make sense. The lore, you know, has to be that. I, I don't know. That's pretty terrible. madness. Yeah. Madness. All right. Let me finish off with one more true or false trivia. Do it to it. Matthews, who plays the Marine Sergeant in the film, was in real life the first black Marine to be promoted to the rank of Sergeant. Is that true or is that false? I feel like you're going to be like, it was actually Colonel. True. Or sorry, false. False. It's actually true. It was Ah, while he was (laughs) in the field during his service in Vietnam. And that's a lovely ending for that career. All right. All right. Ultimately, I really enjoyed this movie. I just didn't enjoy it as a sequel to the original. I really enjoyed this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way because the more I think about it, Chris, you know, our our listener, I think he's right. How do you? I I can't think of a way to do it more more effectively and still maintain the close quarters, um, you know, intimate feel. Like I think you do have to take it in a new direction. They made an entertaining movie that, while not true to the tone, was true to the you know series like it took it in a new place yeah. and uh made the, it was entertaining i'm gonna say i enjoyed it yeah yeah nice all right chrissy convinced me <laughs> chrissy convinced you look guys if there are any movies you haven't seen that you should have let us know we will watch them and we will talk about them god we will talk about anything let us know hit us up at podcast symbol or the podcast symbol at gmail.com much like our friends of the show did this week we've got a couple of cool bits of correspondence this week dl now first and foremost friend of the show joe he said actually he followed up from his message from last week about thinking letitia wright was sexy or whatever he said uh i i didn't actually screenshot that apologies but he did ask us what we thought about the guys of the galaxy trailer go back and listen go to what we were talking about before yeah i intentionally didn't bring up we got our first viewing of adam warlock in the trailer now do you remember seeing adam warlock in said trailer this no. is a clearly a no no it's the dude from we are the millers sure oh yes i do and he had the slick back hair and he's beefed up and he is a, a hunk he's a hunk of hunker he's, he's he's done well for himself well that's pretty much what jo- yeah. friend of the show joe's qu- comment was he effectively says like he rem- he actually met him in london a few years ago when he was still a goofy kid whereas now he's just a chad yeah he is but he's a he's a a chad implies like I agree he is a chat, but it implies like kind of a loser. I bet he's a cool guy because he was a nerd before and now he's good looking. Or is a chat is kind of a meathead? I, I kind of read chat as like a meathead. I, I do as well. Yeah. I do as well. I think he looks phenomenal in this, by the way. Yeah, good for him. Like Will Poulter, that's his name. I knew yeah. I knew his name. Jacked. Have you seen him? Yeah, he's put in time. I, I saw a bunch of Instagram posts by what's her name? Uh, Yelena Belova, the one who played in Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, and wow. That guy is a beefcake. Yeah, so good for him. Thank you. Thank you for that friend of the show, Joe. We do really appreciate it. Friend of the show, and we'll be talking about you in just a moment, Mr. Matthew Bliss. He actually messaged about our, one of our previous episodes. Now, he said, first and foremost, Deal, did you finally get around to finishing the Cyberpunk TV show? No, I haven't. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So interestingly, he says, he actually has a go at me here because I said it wasn't for me and I skipped a couple of the episodes. I did. I apologize, Matt. He said for him it was a callback to classic anime and was drenched, but sorry, wasn't drenched in the, in quotation marks, Netflix-esque anime that they're making style. He said it's an old style with good vibes, stylish action, uh, and it finished without anything dangling, so no like yeah. loose plot threads. Yeah. He said he thinks he was just the intended audience where I probably was not. <laughs> 
Very true. Very. It feels like you just got bliss. you just got surgic surgically critiqued. I did. Oh, surgical completely. And I'm fine with that. If you want to tell me that I'm an idiot, please do. <laughs> if you remember from last week, we'll find it. Put it in one of the. Yeah. Uh, put it in one of the five star reviews, and we'll read it out. So yeah. finally, 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 new friend of the show and avid listener, Karina. Thank you for the message, Karina. We do really appreciate it. She said. She felt like last week DL was a bit too aggressive about Wakanda Forever. <laughs> she didn't like my You were heavy and possibly a little overzealous about the episode, <sighs> about the movie. I'll take that feedback on and raise you. I like it even less a week later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. After reading more wow. and talking to others I, that, that do agree with me. Who, I who was, are these others? I what did they say? Friend of the show, friend of the show Stainsy. Um, agreed with me. I think, I think a lot of people just wanted, and look, maybe I went, maybe I went harder on this than I would other movies that are worse than it because I, it had the potential to be better and it was, could be better. In, in my opinion, you know, we hold the Black Panther higher. Yeah. Uh, in the Marvel MCU, at least I do. So the for, Marvel MCU. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. The, inside <laughs> the MCU. I almost think there's like, Two echelons of movies that we talk about. Yeah. There's the ones that we know are going to be crap and we're yeah. probably a bit nicer to than we yeah. should be. Yeah. And there are the ones that should be good and we're absolute knobs to. Yeah. Like this movie, fucking great movie. It's a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Aliens. We were pretty rough on it. No, so you, I don't know. Like, I, I understand her, her take and yeah. I, would, I would just say like, look, I think that there's a lot of people that wanted this movie to be good mm. and just be, and because of how good the first one was and everything Absolutely. it did. That they're not really analyzing this movie without any kind of bias. Sure. Yeah. And I kind of agree with that. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. I still liked it a lot more than you did. That's fair. All right. Thank you, everyone. We really, really appreciate it when you hit us up, when you contact us, let us know. Pass on the pod. When you you pass on the pod and you give us a five-star review, we really appreciate it. Or you give me a one-star and say you're overzealous. This man hates Wakanda forever. It makes no sense. I will will read that one, too, if if you give us that review. Thank you, uh, friend of the show, Matthew, uh, Mr. Matthew Bliss of BlissReed.fm for editing the episode. He had a lot of work to do this time. Just a look <laughs> under the covers. And if you're a budding podcaster and are thinking of hiring a podcast engineer to edit your podcast, take it to the next level, add cool Jeopardy sounds in between pauses, let him know. Stuff but, that I would never have done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let him know at info. You're just better than me, Matt. Blissery fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about matt and his podcast services you can listen to his video game podcast uh video game news podcast the dead drop 10 minute episodes twice a week get your download on the gaming sphere there's a lot going on so much going on recently sony i think recently uh some xbox executive compared sony to blockbuster so shots have been fired um thank you tommy the wall goes on thank you dl yeah and thanks matt for doing the editing and until next time Tally Tally ho, ho, laters, gators. B- <laughs> <laughs>